Welcome to Razzle Frat. We're back to talk books, coffee, pop culture, and more. I'm Ashton. And I'm Allie. So, how are you? What's the news? Um, so, the news with me or with the world? Because I have both. Let's start with you. Okay. Um, <laughs> not that exciting, but I did finally remember, I think I've told you in the past that um, I was training all the time for a 10K. I did run it. Yay! It was... Sweaty and slow, but it worked. Um, I did it. I did here the in the city. Yeah, I did it over in Prospect Park. I just did like two laps. Um, well, little under two laps. It's six point two miles. Um, but got it done. Um, Yay. I felt really good about it because like tra- training for that was like challenging for me, like with my work schedule. Um, because I've been getting up at like four thirty to run at five before my shift at the yoga studio. Um, because when I get back from the yoga studio, A, it's really hot um, at that point, early in the morning or mid-morning, I guess. And then B, I have to log on for my internship with the um, with the press. So uh, it's either really early in the morning or really late in the evening, which I don't mind evening runs, but when it's this humid and sweaty, it's like... It's a lot. Yeah. And like if anybody's in New York, especially right now, it feels like someone wrung out a towel and just placed it after it's been in someone's hands. Like no one a towel is like wet, but it's also like room temperature. <laughs> yeah. It's really gross and it smells like garbage. So uh, that's just normal, but, that's na- just but it's normal, obvious but... now because it's like wet garbage. Yes. <laughs> it's hot, wet garbage. Yes. So if you go um, in the morning, that's obviously ideal, but that is so <laughs> Yeah, it's not hot girl summer, it's hot wet garbage summer. <laughs> Oh, oh, no. Um, Rats are thriving. So um, I saw a rat on top of a garbage bag yesterday eating an orange, like a whole orange. Just chilling. It's getting its vegetables. That's not a vegetable. That's a (laughs) It's hot girl summer for the rat. (laughs) You know what? Rats don't want scurvy either. Okay? (laughs) Fair. Did I ever tell you the time I took out the trash um, and, I, and I like opened the lid and there was just like a straight up rat just chilling. I screamed and like the funniest thing is like there's almost always someone walking down my street because like I live on the edge by a park. No one was around. I just I literally walked away and stood there like in front of the door of my building, like didn't go in, didn't go out, just like stood there just being like composing myself because it was... A little traumatizing, which is sad because it's like I should expect this by now, but... I think the rats are honestly kind of cute. It's the roaches and the bugs that I... You th- I'm sorry, you think the rats are cute? <laughs> they're like... They're like ratatouille. <laughs> like they're not Remy. fucking cooking things uh, okay, for you. Okay, but they're cute. They're, they're little faces. Look, I'm not saying I'm gonna like take one home and like make it a pet, but they're objectively cuter than cockroaches and scare me less. Okay, first I'm off, saying. it's not objective, it's your opinion, because I don't agree. <laughs> you think cockroaches are cuter than rats? I don't think either are cuter. I think they're okay, rodents Okay, but if you had to choose... I would not. Okay. I would not choose. What is this? One of my fifth grade science teachers had rats as pets. Absolutely not. They were so cute. No. You could give them a Hershey kiss and they would unwrap it, throw away the wrapper, and then eat the chocolate. Okay, we're moving on. (laughs) I'm gonna fucking find you with a rat someday, and I'm never coming over. No, I have cats, so no, absolutely not. No. Okay, Um, what's your news from the world? From the world, so um, it is officially 2004. Um, Benifer is married. Did you see? 
they got married in a Vegas chapel. I did not see that, but that tracks. So they actually got married, which she's been engaged like a couple times and never really got married other than I think to Mark Anthony, the one she had the twins with. She had twins, right? I have no yes. idea. <laughs> um, I don't fact check anything. Hmm. Um, but fun fact... This part's fun. Um, the dress she wore, simple, like, white. It was, like, well, simple if you get anything simple from McQueen. But um, it's the same dress she wore on the cover of the movie Jersey Girl that she was in with Ben Affleck. Briefly. She plays the, the, the like, mom that dies in the beginning. <laughs> but she made it to the cover, guys. Or at least some of, not all the movie posters. Not the main one that I remember, but from her, like, neck up, she's in it. Which I think that's funny, because it's like, how do people even know that's the same dress? But apparently it is. She kept it all these years. Wow. Um, so yeah, they're married. Will they last? I don't know. All I know is that Y2K is officially upon us. Like, it was creeping in, but this confirms it. They officially got married after all these years. Took them only 20 years. That's crazy. I've never really followed Benefer. Like, obviously, I know who it is, and, like, I know the basic, but I... I did know they got married because I saw it on E! News, like, on Instagram, and that's about the extent of my knowledge on the subject. Yeah. I mean, I don't, like, dive deep. I'm not very into that kind of stuff, but, um, I thought it was interesting because, like, my thought is, how do you date someone or, or marry someone or whatever, be with someone of the same name as someone else you've been with? Yeah. Like, like, like in bed, like, oh, Jen, like, how do you, how do you not know, like, what if he's thinking about his ex-wife or like what, you know, like maybe he always called one Jennifer and one Jen or like Jenny or Jay or J- or yeah, Lo like, or something you know, like, like mm, I feel like that line gets blurred, though. Like, yeah, like I would I would be like if there is another alley, like I'd be like, are you really thinking about me? Are you are you thinking about her? Like, mm. yeah, that's true. Like I just wouldn't I wouldn't be able to like get over that problem. Maybe that's just my issue. Um. Maybe, I don't know. I hadn't even thought about it. Luckily, I don't think I'll ever have that issue. So Ashton. <laughs> Ashton's, it's becoming a more common name. But for a while, I'd never, I hadn't met anyone with my same name until I was like in college. Oh, no, there's, well, it's a very Besides Kush, Kutcher. You met Ashton Kutcher? In well, okay, I didn't meet him, but like I, people knew of him. <laughs> and that's how I still tell people at Starbucks to spell my name. They're always like, like Kutcher? And I'm like, sure. I thought you tell people at Starbucks to say Ashton. If they ask, if it's like Ashton Kutcher, then I'll say yes, because sometimes they like get it off my card. Anyway, um, not important. <laughs> but I used to lie when I was um, studying in London for a bit. I used to lie my name and give them a different name every single time. I've been like Emma, Sloan. Um, I think it was like Kate once. I don't know. I just made them up. But I would forget what I told them and they'd call out a name and I'd be like, oh shit, that's mine. (laughs) That's what I do anytime I answer the phone at Anthropology or when I worked in D.C. at a congressional office, I gave a fake name because people that call retail establishments or your congressman are knucking futs. So, (laughs) yeah, well, um, luckily there's always some other alley or something or it sounded like another name. and, and And I talk low enough that people could not hear me the first time around. So I would just lie and be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um what else what's new with you not a lot i went and visited my sister in the pacific northwest with my mom we started we did like a little tour we started in yakima and then we went to forks washington and it was so much fun i lived out my like 
13-year-old fantasy of going to Forks and going to all the Twilight gift shops. So that was a lot of fun. Up there, I hadn't really seen them anywhere else, but they have coffee stands. So just like in the middle of parking lots, there will just be like this little like, I've never seen those before. Like that's not like a thing in Texas. So there were just like little pop-up coffee stands everywhere. And they all had like cute little names and different flavors. And also like energy drinks are huge up there. Like they would have like 72 different flavors of Red Bull. Like I don't know. They're like really big. It's like coffee stands. And then at the coffee stands, you have the coffee and then you have like the energy drink section. And it's like a big thing up there. Anyway, it was really interesting. I guess you need the energy to power through either to like go hike something or not kill yourself with all the rain. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, But Anyway, we had a lot of fun, and she had just gotten a dog, so I got to see the dog and meet the dog. Its name was Moose. Um, So that was a lot of fun and nice to see my mom and my family. Other than that, since I've been back, it's been really rainy and stormy here, which I fucking love. So I've been reading a ton and also going on rainy summer walks, which are, like, some of my favorite walks, as long as it's not too warm. But, like, a little cool front and, like, a little rain, nice walk in the park. I almost love for that. So that's what I've been up to. Yeah, I haven't been reading, like, at all. I think it's because of the book that I was reading. I just couldn't get into it. I finished it. Um, The Maid by Stephanie Land. What's so it's it about? Like, it's a memoir. Um, they made a show about it, like a TV series um, with Margaret Qualley. Sounds um, vaguely Netflix, familiar. Netflix, maybe? Um, so I didn't pick that. I'm part of a book club with my friend mm-hmm. from high school, and... Um, she picked it. She picked the memoir and, like, she's been wanting to read it. I don't know. I, it, I just couldn't sympathize with her, which is really sad because it's, like, it's a memoir. Yeah. But You kind of um, need to root for them to yeah. enjoy it. Like, it's, like, about this woman who, like, in her late 20s had and, like, gets out of, like, a semi – well, not a semi. was, like – I don't know if he ever laid hands on her, but, like, an abusive relationship. Um and she has, like, a two-year-old daughter at the time. And, like, it starts with her, like, living in a homeless shelter and, like, having to move out into assisted living or whatever. I don't know what it's called. Um, there's so many programs they list in it. She's in, I want to say they were in Washington. They, and, um, I think Spoken, Spoken, um, around there. And she moves a lot, like, Skagit Valley and stuff. I don't know if that, I'm saying any of this right. But, um... She moves around a lot, like, they like trying to find jobs, and, like, she keeps, fli- like, she settles mostly on being a maid because she's very good at cleaning, and mm-hmm. she can, like, do those jobs and whatever, and it's, like, through the trials and tribulations of, like, trying to make rent and, like, trying mm-hmm. to provide for her daughter and have enough space and be healthy, and, like, her daughter keeps getting sick because at one point they're living in a place that basically keeps getting mold, and, like, it's, there's a lot to it, and I think some of the parts that, like, I just, like, it was... Mm, this is terrible, but it was boring. Some parts did remind me, believe it or not, of Gilmore Girls because she's like she's bartering her cleaning services for a place to live, and she's trying to do anything she can for her daughter and like get childcare and like working with the system people and like just doing everything. She's like abandoned by her family because they're selfish and stuff like that. But <clears throat> like, there's one scene where like she she earns back like a lot of money for her, a lot of money. Um in uh what is it tax returns mm-hmm. and she goes and like puts some money aside and th- but then she goes and like buys like a 200 dollars diamond ring for herself to remind herself that she doesn't need to like 
try to like settle for a man to like take care of her and like how like she can just keep like she can provide for her and her daughter and she's like 32 and i don't know that just kind of like rubbed me the wrong way like some of her choices when she does get money i'm just like what the fuck is that like like why is that like and and i think a lot of it comes from being raised by a single mother and like i granted i was never in a homeless shelter or anything like that um we did actually we were like not homeless per se but we didn't have a place to live for like a couple months um when i was moving when my mom was moving us from like her divorced house into like the house we grew up in um and she like bartered for like two months like in like a summer rental somewhere i think somewhere um but like (laughs) i just had no sympathy because it was it was just like I don't know. She was doing everything she can on one hand. So that's fine. But then it was just like me reading all of her ways she was cleaning these houses. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Like you got back pain. You got like, you're, you're cleaning left to right, top to bottom. You're dealing with people that don't flush. Like, you know, like I just, I wanted more from the story than just her fucking being a maid and her tales of being a maid. And it's like, the title's called Maid. I know know you're a maid. I know you're going to clean. Do I need to hear how you got the grout out of the tile? No, (laughs) I don't. But did I? Yeah. With a toothbrush. Like, I don't, you know, so I think that's just, it took me forever to finish it. And so, like, it just turned me off and, like, I'm already tired as it is. So, I'm really bummed. But, I'm hoping to pick up reading again soon, like like I used to. I just haven't been reading as much. But what about you? I read... I, I'm continuing my Harry Potter reread. I'm on the fifth one. But I read on the planes, planes when I was going to Texas and Seattle, a book um, by the creator of The Good Place, Mike Schur. He wrote a book called How to Be Perfect. And it is so good. It's like nonfiction um philosophy but it's funny it's like i don't know it, it it's like all of the, the philosophy and lessons behind the good place and the inspirations for the good place explained um i don't know it's he just goes through like three major schools of western philosophy and like explains them and then like gives like real world situations um and how you can apply them or like what he thinks it means to be a good person and how that informed his work on uh, the Good Place, and I just, like, love all of his stuff. He does Brooklyn Nine-Nine and The Office and Parks and Rec, so I wanted to read it for that, but I actually, like, really, really loved it, and it might be my favorite book of the year, so highly recommend. Really? It's only July. I know, but it's gonna be hard to beat it. Pro- almost certainly my favorite nonfiction book of the year, which, I mean, to be fair, there's not a lot of contenders in that category of nonfiction, but it is delightful. I beat out the mushrooms. Yes, they beat out the mushrooms. And I fucking love that mushroom book, dude. I love that mushroom book. When we were on a hike in Seattle, I thought my mom and sister were going to kill me because we kept seeing mushrooms. And I was like, do you know how cool these things actually are? And they were like, shut the fuck up about mushrooms. And I was like, mushrooms are just the fruiting bodies of the fungi, which are underneath. And they were like, shut up. You turn into the plant girl that nobody likes. I know. But it's so interesting. But yes, it was better than the mushroom book. But... Anyway, so that's what I've been up to reading-wise. Have you seen all of The Good Place? Yes. It's, like, one of my favorite shows. I think, objectively, it is, like, one of the best 
TV show endings of all time. I think it ended perfectly and no one can tell me otherwise. It's really an interesting concept. Like the whole thing, I was like, how do they keep it going after all these seasons? Because it's like after the first season, it was like, okay, they could literally just end it there, but they didn't and it was great. It was amazing. Um, And like the episode with the trolley problem (laughs) cracks me the fuck up. And the whole book is like that. The whole book is like funny. I don't know. I just like, it's hard to bring that kind of humor to the page and he like did it really well i mean go figure he's like a writer for that kind of thing but yeah very very good highly recommend Mm. okay well i obviously have nothing else to talk about like i said i've been in a reading slump so um we're just gonna go right into it today um we are coming with a little game that ashton came up with which uh I fucked up already, but um, we're going to try to fix it. So we're playing Fuck, Mary Kill, but it's with, am I describing this right? It's with book-ish things. Yes. And I didn't come or, up with it. Or book but. adjacent. You did come up with, like, the idea to talk about I did, it. Yes, but like, this is not my game. No, well, I mean, like, <laughs> the game that we're going to play is is your game. It's based off a game that exists. Yes. But you you thought of this idea. Yes. Give me the fucking credit. Take I know. It. I'm just, oh, my God. Um, so do you want to kind of explain how this is going to go? Because maybe I don't really know how this is going to yes. go. Yes, <laughs> I will go first and then we can go with Allie. I did not explain the game very well. We were texting about it and things get lost in translation. But basically my idea is I have I, I have like lists of three different things. And so I will tell Allie here are three different things. She's got to choose of the three things, which one she's going to fuck, which one she's going to marry, which one she's going to kill. Just like you would with like a person. But these are like things or ideas. So wait. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I tried to fix it after she told me. Um, and I still did it wrong. Um, so we're gonna- <laughs> we'll just, we can just wing it. Your selections. Uh, okay. We're just going to go for it. I'm okay. Do you want to do one and one or do you want me to do all Why of them first? I, the thing is I only, because of time, I only came up with seven things and I was just going to be like, here's one, choose fuck, Mary kill. And then here's another, choose fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could just cut one off. I could just, I could just get rid of one. Um, oh no, I can't count. I only have six, so I can give you two. Okay. okay, we're just gonna go. Okay, you, you go first. Okay. Um, let's see. Tolstoy, Gogol, and Dostoevsky. I would kill Gogol. I thought we might head there. Yeah, he'd probably collect himself. I was gonna say. He'd be, like, so thrilled. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, yes, another dead soul for my collection. Um, fucking book. Fuck, Mary kill. Okay. I would so probably, honestly, I would probably marry Tolstoy because, like, the unhappiness, the happiness in marriage quote. And also just, like, he is so funny writing about how stupid marriage is. So like he would be funny, he'd be fun to marry because he wouldn't take it seriously. Yeah. Um, and then I would fuck Dostoevsky because like, Hot. because like <laughs> murder. Um, <Yeah>. No, but <laughs> because murder. <laughs> but like literally, just like a dude obsessed with murder tells you he's gonna murder someone and then does it. Talk about follow through. <laughs> he, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say more than that. The books I'm referencing are uh, <laughs> Dead Souls by Gogol, 
Nikolai Gogol. Um, they're all Russian authors, by the way. Wait, is Gogol Russian? Oh, no, is he not? I thought he was. He's Russian adjacent. I think we've talked about this. Um, we... Uh, Leo Tolstoy's Anna Karenina is what I'm referring to. But, I mean, I've read his other stuff, too. Um, I've not read any of these. I read War and Peace when I was 15. Um, and uh, Dostoevsky's Crime and Punishment is what I'm referring to. Um, so those are the three books that I was referring to. Um, okay. I'm going to have to separate this somehow. Okay. We're going to do Fuck, Mary Kill. Um, season four of Gilmore Girls. Jane Eyre. And um, J.K. Rowling. But like early Harry Potter time period. Before she was a turf. Yeah. Okay. But like it's hidden. Like now you know. But you know now. Oh, I see. Yeah. Hmm. This is tough. Actually, one part of it's not tough. I'm fucking killing Jane Eyre. I hate that bitch. <laughs> I knew that was going to be your answer. I hate that bitch. Um, so she's gone. She's dead. Um, so you kept J.K. Rowling. Yes, I kept her around, but I think... Hmm. I think I gotta go fuck J.K. Rowling, marry season four of Gilmore Girls. You would marry season four of Gilmore Girls? Have you seen season four of Gilmore Girls? Yes, but is it worse than being with J.K. Rowling forever? Like her, like... You can knock her in a closet. I, <laughs> that's poetic justice. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, there are things about season four that I actually really like, like Luke okay. and Lorelai getting together. That's the last episode. Yeah, but, like, the rest of it is, like, not... Oh, yeah, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> but, like, the rest is not, like, the worst. I mean, she goes to school and she's, like, figuring herself out to, like... Rory has like... a temper tantrum over a fucking tree. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> um, I'm still... I stand by my answer. Okay, okay, so repeat them for the audience and me. Okay. Because I talked over you. Um, fuck J.K. Rowling, marry season four of Gilmore Girls, and kill Jane Eyre. That one okay. was easy. Cool. Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. Yes. Um, all right. So now it's your turn. Okay. I only have two sets instead of three. Is that okay? That's fine. Well, I have my third thing that I fucked up. Okay. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. Enemies to lovers, fake relationship, or friends to lovers. Fuck, Mary kill. These romance tropes. Fuck enemies to lovers. It's always the hottest. Yes. What were the other two? Fake relationship and friends to lovers. I feel like friends to lovers um, marry because, like, you should marry your friend, right? Yeah. Um, and kill the fake relationship because, like, I think that's just dumb. Really? I love that term. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I just, like, I don't mind it. I like tropes, don't get me yeah. wrong. Um, But I think, like, the pretending you're in a relationship like for what end like to make other people for the end goal is like 
you're just fucking with your own self. Like you, yeah. like, like you're dumb if you That's don't like. think something's good. Like it's the dumbest one. Like yeah. it's the most it obvious is. one in my opinion. It is. It's the dumbest, which is why I love it. Cause I'm like, you dumb bitches. Like you're not going to fall in love yeah. after being in fake love. But that's what I love about it. When like that first person starts to feel like, oh no, it's not fake anymore. And I know that's coming, but I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, even though I know that's going to happen. Um, but the same with like enemies to lovers, like that time the first person like turns a little and like softens. I'm like, ooh. So, so, so okay. So you. Um, this one's not that great. The first one. Wait, wait, wait. Repeat. So you're killing fake relationship. Oh yeah, I'm killing fake relationship. I'm marrying friends to lovers, and I'm fucking enemies to lovers. Um. So for you, I'm. This one's not great, but uh, I did like a like a Romeo and Juliet. Okay. Like the storyline, the people, or the movies. Mm-hmm. You can choose whichever one you want. Um, the Taylor Swift Reputation album. Ooh. It's one of her most, like, least, like, favorite albums, like, with most people. I love that album. Um, <laughs> intrigue. And then, uh, Sally Rooney. Ooh, this is a good one. Okay. The Romeo and Juliet was kind of a stretch, but I just, like, I, like I said, I was panicking. Um... Talk about dumb bitches, Romeo and Juliet. I, every single time I read that book, I'm like, you idiot. Like, why didn't you check if they were really dead before you just, like, fucking killed yourself anyway? Um, it's brilliance of Shakespeare. He's gotten you questioning it after all true. these We're still years. talking about it. Uh, okay, um, I'm marrying Sally Rooney right off the bat. I just... Really? I... Normal people fucked me up in, like, the best way. Conversations with Friends was good, too. I still have to watch the show, but the did book you, was good. Did you read? Yeah, we read it together. Was that char- the most, le- the least likable character was based on her? Yeah, I did not like that book of hers, but I, normal people made up for it. Normal people came, okay. Like, my love for normal people outweighed my dislike of the other okay. book. Yes, I'm loyal. Yeah, Plus, I'm thinking also like the show wrapped into the book, like that, like that is informing it as well. Um, I think I'm gonna kill Romeo and Juliet. I mean, they're already dead. One, <laughs> two. They're fucking stupid, and I've never really thought that that was like an die. excellent. <laughs> I never thought that was like you know like such a good love story anyway because uh, I'm a cynic. Um, so I'm killing them again. Um. And I guess then I'm marrying Taylor Swift's... No, no, no. I'm fucking Reputation Taylor Swift's album. Taylor Swift's album, Reputation. Um, which has some bops, honestly. I like it. I'm just saying... And it's not even my least favorite album. It used to be. Now my least favorite album, this is very controversial, is Folklore. <gasps> Evermore is so much better. Mm-mm, I'm a folklore bitch all the way. No! Okay, we diverge here. But, um, That's a topic for another day. No, the reason I chose the <laughs> Reputation album is because a lot of people that were Taylor Swift fans from the beginning did not like that 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 album. They didn't like that turn. Whereas a lot of younger audiences came in around Reputation yeah. or right before it, and they loved that transition. So it's like... The people that love the old school Taylor, a lot of them did not like Reputation. That was me when it came out. I fucking hated it. And then the last couple of years, I've gone back and listened to it more. And I'm like, okay. I like it. Like, it's it's good. Um, okay. So, um, 
Fun fact, by the way, with Romeo and Juliet, um, mm-hmm. we read it in freshman year, and the my friend that I'm the maid of honor for, mm-hmm. like, would have clawed your fucking eyes out to be able to read the Juliet part when we had to read it aloud for class, and she got the part. And, of course, she's my height, by the way, so she's five foot on a good day. Um, and, like, she got paired with her Romeo, which was this guy, Joe, um who was like six foot even at 14 and so the fucking teacher when they had to read it out loud he made her stand on a chair next (laughs) and this is how i read romeo and juliet was literally watching the shortest person in the class and the tallest person in class stand next to each other awkwardly one on a chair and read the lines for this. But so I always awkward. just think, I think the funniest thing about Romeo and Juliet is that he was like so hung up on what's her face, Rosalind or whatever, whatever the girl's yeah, name Rosalind. was. Yeah, And then like as soon as he sees Juliet, he's like, you're mine. <laughs> and I just like. That's like a 15-year-old guy though. It's like, such that's... a 15-year-old guy, but I'm like, I, he thought that like Rosalind was his true love. And I'm sure if he had met another bitch, if he had not died, he would have left Juliet for some other bitch. No. <laughs> Like, the only reason they fucking got married is because he wanted to fuck. Yeah. That's literally it. She And she called him out on it. She was like, oh, so you're serious about me? Like, you're going to marry me? And he was like, uh, uh, uh. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I do like the Boz Lerman Romeo and Juliet, yeah. though. Yeah. That is a lot of fun. That's, that's a fun one. That's a good um, version. It makes me miss my Shakespeare yeah. in film class. Okay. You want to do... <laughs> okay. <laughs> 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 like oh i missed this you're like okay <laughs> okay we 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 get off track i mean it's a tangent it's connected but it's it's a f- okay so i have one more and then you have one more is that right um i have one more that's incorrect okay let's see here these are not as good as i thought they were i'm sure they're fine okay jane austen charlotte bronte and emily dickinson oh that's easy Oh, is it? Mary Jane Austen, for days. I can reread her anytime. Um, Kill Charlotte Bronte. I'm sorry, girl, but... Retweet. Like, um, you could have done better. Or, you know what? To be fair, I think what she originally wrote wouldn't get published, so she changed it. Um, But what you did publish, hard pass. Um, And I would fuck Emily Dickinson because, A, I'm pretty sure she was savic. And, oh, okay. I loved and I would just love it. And I also really fell in love with her um, her poetry when I was younger. Yeah. I, like, used to, like, scribble it in my notebooks oh. and, like, put it in my locker and stuff like that. So, yeah. Fuck Emily Dickinson. Mary Jane Austen. Kill Charlotte Bronte. That was easy for me. That's the correct. I think that's what I would have done, too. I do. I love Emily Dickinson's poetry. My God. Yeah. I wanted to watch the show. Um, they, I think it's called Dickinson, um, with Haley Steinfeld, um, starring and they explore like mm-hmm. her being gay and, um, just like her being like a hot mess as a young woman, same, um, the hot mess part. And, um, <laughs> it's on Apple plus, I want to say, and I don't have Apple plus. I don't have any plans to pay for Apple plus, but our friend Gigi years ago, I'm talking like two years ago shared her family link (laughs) i was trying to access it the other day and it's like what's your password and i was like i'm gonna be an asshole if i just like text her out of the blue being like what's your family's password for this but i'm getting i'm getting a birthday 
drink with her tomorrow. So, um, cause her birthday was a couple weeks ago and my schedule is shit. So maybe I'll, I'll bring it up again. She'll happily share it with me. I know she would. Yeah. Oh, she would. But yeah. I want to see the show. Um, okay. So minor, my next round, <laughs> I did a bit. This is what I meant by I did it wrong. So I thought I was supposed to just come up with a list of things that I would fuck, marry, kill that are related to bookish things. Um, so I will give you what I chose. And then you can say if you agree or if you would do something else. How's that? Deal. There's, I'll go through it quickly. So I said I would, if you've seen it, read it, whatever. I would fuck Secret History by Donna Tartt. You wouldn't do the other two? What? Would you marry or kill it or just fuck it? Oh, I see. Um, this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> like it's ships in the night. Um, I don't know. I think I would marry it. I would marry it, not fuck it? Okay. I don't know. If we're talking the book yeah. or the tr- like the dark academia, because I would marry like dark academia. Yeah, it's like I a talk- genre. I was talking the book. The book. I, I put the title and the, the author, the book. Yes. Okay. All right. I would fuck it too. Okay. Have you seen the Ophelia movie? No. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> that's what I did. Um, so it's not. It didn't get a lot of fanfare. Um, probably because nobody, for some reason, could handle Daisy Ridley with long red hair when she was playing Ray for Star Wars. So, um, but like, it's actually a really good like dark Ecotamia esque that vibey thing indie movie where it tells the story of Hamlet through Ophelia's perspective and it has like a different look on Ophelia and I mean it's got a stellar cast it's got um Naomi Watts Clive Owen um Daisy Ridley and then the other I forget his name but like I know his face and he's in a lot of stuff he's British um but like very very good book um, that's not a book. That's a movie. Sorry. Um, and then the other thing that I would fuck would obviously be spicy books, mm-hmm. but the ones that aren't cringe. The one like I'm getting really frustrated, not sexually, but just in general, um, because I was like, I haven't read like my spicy books in a while, which I don't read them that often because like I read other stuff, but um, I was like, I'm this. I remember seeing like this girl do like um. A diagram, a Venn diagram of like spicy smut and then like pure like just book porn at that point. And how like smut's like the medium where it like it has a plot, you could you could and but it also has the spice in it and it's like the um like you can go either way. Like you can get rid of the plot and it will still be good. Or you can get rid of the spice and it'll still be good. So it's like it's a good mix. Whereas like spicy, it's like mostly plot and a little bit of spice. And then the other one, it's like there's no fucking plot. They're just fucking each other's brains out. So like that. I want the middle. I've been getting a lot of the spice, but with shitty sex scenes. Oh, well, that's just like the worst. Like I read this book like I didn't even read it. I just skimmed it looking for the stuff because at this point I was like, is this even good? Because like. It was just, like, this girl, the girl was horny all the time for this guy. And, like, he wanted to, like, he was, like, she's my, she's my end game. Like, mm-hmm. she's my end all be all. Like, I'm going to court her. And it was also Southern. And I, I don't think I vibe with Southern. I don't think you do either. <laughs> um, and, and he would literally, they'd be going at it. I'm, like, finally. Yeah. Let's get to it. That's the real reason I picked up this damn thing. 
I need stopper. And he'd be like, no, we have to wait. We have to take it slow. And it's like, look, I'm not making fun of that as like a thing. Like you can. But that's just not what you wanted. No. I'm like, don't, don't label this as a book that's smutty. Yeah. Then like, don't lie to me. Don't fucking lie to me. And then the one sex scene where they actually have like full blown sex. Mm -hmm. It's the most cringy thing. I love you. I love you. I love you. Like, I love you. Like. I was like, oh my god, if I was in bed with someone like that, I'd kick him out. I wouldn't even continue. I would, <laughs> I'd be like, get out. I'd be like, get out of me and then get out of my apartment. <laughs> like, like, it's just, it's just not sexy. Yeah, it's it, not. Like, like, which, that's fine. If yeah. that's the kind of, like, sex you're looking for or yeah. whatever. Intimacy. But I was looking for, like, rail her against the wall. Yeah. And they, and, and they gave me, like, reassuring grandma shit and it's like when i read colleen hoover and the plot sucked and then they we finally got to the sex scenes and i was like wow this is super cringe and i hate it yeah. and i was like wow so like nothing it, about this book can be redeemed like it, there's a difference between cringe and then just like making you like hot and bothered yeah. like make me make me like regret bringing this book on the fucking train yes that's what i want don't make me regret picking this up in general there's a different level of regret i want for these right um so those are the things that i would fuck and then mary Mm -hmm. i want to know would you marry we talked about jane austen pride and prejudice the book Mm -hmm. would you marry that and or the 2005 movie movie adaptation i would marry the movie I don't know if I'd marry the book. I don't know. I do like Pride and Prejudice. Don't come for me. I do like Pride and Prejudice. But, like, I think Darcy is, like, way more of a dick than he needs to be to, like, get the point across that they're, like, enemies to lovers. Like, he does things that are, like, so out of pocket and unnecessarily mean that he, like, does not have to go so far. But in the movie... The 2005 adaptation, not the Colin Firth. Like, I love Colin Firth. I did not like that adaptation very much. But it was very, it's very, like, British. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the um, guy that plays Darcy in the 2005. Matthew like, McFadden. Yeah. Like, you can really tell in that one, I think, that he's, like, I don't know. I mean, I hate to even say this, but, like, me too, because he likes her. Like, he doesn't know what to do with himself. He's, like, really nervous. There's the hand flex. He's, like, he's, like, flustered, and that's hot. Versus, like, the Colin Firth one. Like, Colin Firth is hot when he's mean, but he's just, like, mean for no reason. The difference is, is if you actually, you did, I know you did, but, like, people that don't understand is that in the book, he's not socially awkward. Like, Matthew McBannon, brilliant, brilliant adaptation he chose to play that character as socially anxious and just like not really sure of like which of how to act around her which i think made him so lovable and relatable and i think that's why so many people are just fucking feral for him as darcy whereas in the book he's not socially anxious he's just a pompous snob which is how colin firth played him it's a more truthful adaptation the colin firth one but and i know that it was also like the times like i realized it was like over a century ago so i am factoring that in but i just love the way the 2005 adaptation plays it and i love what's her face Oh my Keira God, Keira Knightley. Oh, um, I love. So I don't know. I I would marry that movie. I would, but not the book. Got it. See, I would marry the book because like I just fell in love with that book, and I can. That's the only book that I can reread, really. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Uh, and I'd also marry the normal people TV show. 
Oh, same. I like the show better than the book. I never finished the show because I am still almost a year. Almost listen. Almost a year later, I am still emotionally haunted by that book. Shut up. And I have not had the strength. How far are you? Finish. I've like finished half the series. (gasps) I know how the book ends. Didn't get to the end scene. No, I can't. Oh my god. That's what I'm saying. It will destroy me again, and I am not ready for that. Okay, okay, okay. We need to have. A viewing, yes, because maybe if I have I someone there with me, support. Yes. I'll bring cookie dough or something like and wine, yes, and and I think maybe and, I need to be slightly drunk, <laughs> yeah, um, because that book, oh my god, you know what? I think I want to reread Normal People. I just decided, it just decided, absolutely not, because we need to watch the show. <laughs> no, but I want to reread the book before, before? I watch the show. Oh my god. Do you read like seven different books at once? All right, whatever, whatever. We'll watch it eventually, but I will be there for you because yeah. I, I can't believe you haven't finished. So how far are you? Like, what Well, I started from? watching it. So I read the book and then immediately after I started, like I put the book down and started watching the show. And then I was still like so raw from the book. And like maybe, I don't know, everyone thinks differently about that book, but it fucking wrecked me. Like it is like... I don't know. I think it's brilliant. It's one of the best books I've ever read. Um, but it like, it hurt me. It pains me. Um, so I was like, I don't want to put myself through that kind of heartbreak because the show is so fucking good and they do such a good job with the characters. Just watching the first few episodes, like when he makes the phone call to Mary Ann after he like, spoiler, <laughs> after he like oh, stands her up at the dance. I was like, okay, this hurts too much. They're too good at this. I am not in a mental space to be hurt this way. And then I just never picked it back up because I was like, I just haven't been in the space for it because I know it's going to plunge me into a deep depression. (laughs) How dare these actors be good at their jobs? (laughs) Oh my gosh. You didn't answer my question. I'm sorry. Um, Did you, where did you leave off in the show? Like halfway through. I I don't know what halfway through is. I finished it. Okay. Sorry. Um, Are they in college? Yes. I think that it was the first episode of them meeting again in college when they like happened to bump into each other. That's kind of where I'm at. So maybe not quite halfway. Yeah. So maybe not quite halfway, but that's where I left off. So, um yeah oh my god you have so much okay that's my new project you (laughs) i'm a project (laughs) yeah i would also yeah i would also i'll I'll wrap this up but um the last thing i would also marry because i'm gonna be a polygamist with all this um the disassociated uh female protagonists that are chaotic and they still do nothing like otessa mosfega mosfega um my year of rest and relaxation, Cal Hankel's other people's clothes. I just, I know. <laughs> um, I will withhold judgment. <laughs> I, they're just, I don't know what it is, but like a book where they technically do nothing, but they feel everything and they hurt everyone, including themselves. It is relatable. I like just, I don't know why I vibe with it so much. I don't even do like hard drugs. And I'm just like, you get it, girl. You take that ketamine. Like you do. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> you you pop those prescription pills. I'm just like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Sure. A therapist could probably figure that out. But mm, who's got time or money for that? Um, what would you kill? The Fifty Shades of Grey series. <laughs> okay, me too. I hate it. <laughs> the books and the movie. Done. Um, I They're love Dakota done. Johnson. I like, she's actually like a street style fashion inspo for me. And I love her other movies. Um, I love Jamie Dorman. I mean, he's, yeah, he's fine. Um, I mean, he's, he's, he's fine. 
He's like basic. No offense. None taken. But like, he's like basic hot, you know? He is basic hot. Um, Have you seen him in the fall with Jillian Michael? Not Jillian Michaels. Oh my God. Um, Oh my God. The girl from X Files. I never watched X Files. Oh, oh, Sex Education. Oh, oh, I know what's her last about? name. Jillian. Um, oh, oh you're gonna God. make me fucking. She plays everything. She yes, but you know who I'm talking about. I do know it's who you're her about. and him and he's Anderson. Jillian Anderson. Yes, Jillian Anderson. They're so fucking good in it. It's on Prime, I think. He. It's set in Ireland, and she is like a British detective that comes to like Ireland to help the cops catch him because he's an Irish serial killer. Hot. I mean, not the killing part, but like the Irish accent and like all the, the like shirtless working out he does to stay in shape for all the murdering. I mean, why do you think I chose to fuck Dostoevsky? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, but no, it's funny because it's like I wanted like I'm one of those people that like we've talked about this, like anything that's like super hyped up in the book world or like regular readers, I like wait like a little bit and then I like pick it up to see if it's like what the hype is. So I picked up like the first book in the series. Um, and this was years ago. And like, it was after I had already seen like the, the movie with like my roommates in college and stuff. And I was like, what's the point? Horrible writing. Like not even like sexy scenes, like just horrible writing. Isn't it Twilight fanfic? It is. (laughs) Which is like, I I still like, I still get a headache trying to piece together where the fuck the 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 fandom is. But like, Awful writing. And she brags about... I mean, this woman's a millionaire, so, like, or billionaire. She can do whatever want. So, like, I'm not going to touch her. But, like, she brags about how she wrote the whole thing on her phone. I read that, like, in an, in an article. And I was like, I hate you. And I don't hate a lot of things. So, anyway, I would kill that. <laughs> kill it. Stone Cold Dead. Um, that was fun. Uh, maybe we could do it again when I know what I'm doing. Yes. Um, <laughs> I love that game. Yeah. I mean, what is it? I think it's Step Brothers. We used to play this in middle school. Fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> because in the movie Step Brothers, um, there's like, um, what is it? She, Barbara Walters, Oprah, your wife. <laughs> you gotta fuck one, marry one, kill one, go. And that's what Will Ferrell says to one of the guys in the office. <laughs> and I, so we used to play it all the time in middle school and we would just like randomly look at each other in the hall with like random people and I don't know why this idea came to me but I thought it was so funny funny. (laughs) Uh, also an excellent movie I mean terrible but excellent don't we just become best friends (laughs) yup I made Megan watch it for the first time a few weeks ago she loved it it was so funny she's never seen a lot of stuff I know she wasn't allowed to watch a lot of that kind of stuff growing up whereas my mom just like didn't fucking care yeah I was allowed to watch a lot of things but like not South Park for some reason (laughs) I I watched Borat when I was like 12 years old I watched all those things my cousin babysat me and like I watched American Pie (laughs) but like it was like American Pie too where like the tits are out and I was like I'm just sitting there and she's like don't tell your mom I was like okay okay <laughs> oh my god that's so funny yeah but anyway so those are fun um do you have like a list of books on your TBR or anything for uh for the upcoming next week it's the end of July so I have had on my shelf for a while I've had um Barbara Kingsolver's Poisonwood Bible Oh, yeah, we've talked about it. And, this. yeah, and I found it at a little free library a while ago, and my sister really recommends it, and she doesn't read a ton. And the books that she likes um, 
line up with my taste. So I know that I'll probably like it. Plus, my high school English teachers always recommended it for me. So I'm excited to read that. And then I like to read Lucy Foley's latest novel, which is The Paris Apartment. It's like murder mystery, kind of like fun genre y. Um, so once I finish Persuasion, um, those are next up on my list. And then a normal people reread once we finish the series. Nice. Um, I am going on vacation in a few days, which my vacation is just like a beach house with my mom. <laughs> you guys are driving, right? Uh, yeah, Jimmy's coming here. and um, Okay, good. I'm just it. like, you cannot miss another no, flight. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's in Long Beach Island. So um, it's not that far from me. It's like a two-hour drive. I'm going to go to the beach house. Um, and then I like to read on the beach. Um, all day, every day. I love to get up. This sounds psychotic, but I love it. I get up with the sunrise. I go for a run. I just rinse off and then I go straight to the beach like every single day. Um, because I don't get to, I mean, this is my one vacation a year, which is sad, but it's like, it's all I can afford and do at this point in my life. But, um, we had an excellent vacation in Atlantic City. (laughs) Um, that was a weekend, not a vacation. And that was a weird weekend, but, um, you were like, what did you call yourself? A sick Victorian child on the beach? Yeah, I got like like, sinus colds because we had the air conditioner cranked. Um, while we were sleeping in the um, hotel room. So I woke up with like a stuffy nose. So like I literally sat on the beach in like my dad's old Hawaiian t-shirt. Like my legs, my legs wrapped in like a giant beach towel, a like giant floppy hat and like oversized sunglasses and just napped. Yeah. I just did not like associate with anyone but um i'm hoping to at least read a little bit on this one how many do you want to read so last year my number always goes up last year i read 10 um in five days so i would like to read more but we'll see i'm actually excited because um i've been on like the wait list for these couple books from the library Mm -hmm. And I think one might be ready by the time this weekend rolls around. So I'm really hoping it's um, School for Good Mothers by Jesse Chan. Okay. Um, it came out this year. Uh, I've been, it was literally, I was 160 on the waiting list for that when I put my name in. So there's that. Um, I have to read for the book club too. I wanted to read um, A Court of Thorns and Roses, but I'm still on the wait list for that one. <laughs> I'm on so many wait lists but um i finished the maid so maybe i could just like actually read what i want for once and then i also am going to be reading persuasion because that is what our august book club is going to be yeah so um we're choosing that for our review i've technically read persuasion before i read all the jane austen books how long has it been um not that long actually (laughs) because i read it i read it while i was in when i lived here so um like four years maybe okay that's fine it's fine i love jane austen so um she's probably the only one i could probably reread Uh, i don't read her stuff enough i mean every time that i've read so every time the other time that i've read jane austen i've loved it but charlotte bronte just like put a really bad taste in my mouth for a long time with that those kind of books Mm -hmm. um and i should have started with austen and i but now I know, so I'm excited. And then we can watch the Dakota Johnson yeah. adaptation. Which is probably the real reason that we picked this read. It, it's the reason I picked the book up. I've always wanted to, but this gave me, like, the kick in the pants to it's, do it. It's so her, like, shortest novel, I think. It's, it's only, yeah, it's 200 pages or something. It's yeah. not, not bad. So do you want to give a description? Yeah. 
Okay, Persuasion is the last novel fully completed by Jane Austen. It was published at the end of 1817, six months after her death. The story concerns Anne Elliot, a young English woman of 27 years, <laughs> so old, uh, whose family is moving to lower their expenses and get out of debt at the same time as the wars come to an end, putting sailors on shore. They rent their home to an admiral and his wife. The wife's brother, Navy Captain Frederick Wentworth, had been engaged to Anne in 1806, and now they meet again, both single and unattached, after no contact in more than seven years. And this sets the scene for many humorous encounters, as well as a second well-considered chance at love and marriage for Anne Elliot and her second bloom. I just personally love that 27 is the spinster age. <laughs> like, like, 27 is, I'm you're so over the fucking hill. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was Charlotte Lucas's age when she does that quote, um, I'm 27 years old, I have no money, money no, no prospects, prospects. I'm already a burden to my parents, parents, and I'm frightened. I'm frightened. Um, <laughs> 27, I'm turning 27. Next like, month. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, I'm not a spin. I don't know what a spinster is at this point. Honestly, I thought spinsters when I was growing up, I thought a spinster was someone who knitted. Me too. Or like wove thread. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Like a spinning wheel. Yeah. That's what I thought too. <laughs> That's what I thought of like, um, like in, um, God, what is it? Uh, Sleeping Beauty, where they have the spinning wheel and she like pricks her finger on it. Yes, I that's exactly what I thought. thought. That's what a spinster yep, me was. Too. I didn't think it was negative. I was like, these bitches be bad, like making their own sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> They're just self sufficient. I know. And then I started reading Jane Austen. And I was like, oh, spinster's bad. That's a bad term. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, I'm so excited to read it um, and to watch the adaptation. So we'll have a good conversation about it. I think it'll be a nice change from yeah. Do you want to try? I don't know. You're already reading it, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're like halfway through, or ish, yeah. Okay, because I can probably power through it with the beach. Um, it's only 200 pages. I can read it that in a day easily. Um, I can read that like a couple hours. Um, maybe we should try to also watch the sh- the movie. Yes. Before we record, I agree. We should do that, and then yeah. You get back from the beach, we can watch. And then we can, like, discuss the differences. Yeah. If you finish also relatively soon, I highly recommend watching the other adaptation from 2007. Have you ever seen the movie Paddington? No. Okay. The woman that plays the mom. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you laughing? Because, like, I'm not five. (laughs) I watched this movie, like, two months ago. What do you think? Why? It's about like it's Paddington the Bear. Why wouldn't I watch it? It's okay. adorable. Um, you have a ice cold heart, okay? <laughs> hey, I thought the rats were cute. So. Yeah, no, you were weird. <laughs> um, I like Ratatouille. It's animated, by the way. Rats I aren't really like that. Anyway, um, so I like the successful adult that I am. Watch Paddington, but um, the woman who plays the mom, mm-hmm. she plays Anne. Oh, okay. And, like, there's, like, just so many scenes. I don't know why I always remember it this way, but there's just so many scenes where, like, she's, like, rained on, or she looks like she's been rained on. I don't know what they did to her hair, but she always looks like she has wet hair. In Paddington or in the Persuasion? (laughs) In Persuasion. In Paddington, she's, like, frizzy hair. But, um... Interesting. I don't know what they're... Like, you need to watch it, and you need to tell me... 
what you think because like I, I will watch any adaptation like the minute I finish a Jane Austen movie I watch the adaptation because like I remember when I finished Pride and Prejudice when I was in middle school I came home like the day or two after I finished it because like I told my mom and she had surprised me with a DVD for the 2005 oh. movie and I remember sitting on my couch at like 2 p.m. like and I watched the thing and then my life changed forever <laughs> <laughs> well no I didn't even care about that I was too enamored with like Kira Knightley yeah <laughs> I was like I want her bangs her face yeah. her hair her, her dress <laughs> like I yeah, wanted absolutely every the dance scene Mm. Mm-hmm. Where, where everybody disappears around them. Oh my god. So good. Whew. All right. Anyway. We got Han here. And not just because we turned the AC off. I know. I love. Oh. I love all Jane Austen adaptations. Have you watched the new Emma one? No, because I want to read all the books first. You haven't read Emma? No. I've what? only read Pride and Prejudice and now Persuasion. So you haven't seen any of the other adaptations? No. You've not seen Gwyneth Paltrow as Emma? No, and I kind of don't want to. <laughs> it's worth it because the guy who plays Knightley is kind of hot, but... Um, I like the new the new one. I like how they, they really play on the wit of Austin, which is like the kind of wit where they speak so fast and they banter. Mm-hmm. And it's like you really have to pay attention to like catch it, which a lot of people I get don't like. I feel like you and I would, because we talk really fast. Yeah, yeah. Also, <laughs> we like, appreciate, yeah. no offense, but, like, smart wit. Um, like, I remember one time I was, like, reading one of her, like, f- her letters or whatever, her, like, works that hadn't been published fully. And, like, I cracked up, and I was, like, and Jimmy's sitting next to me. He's, like, what's so funny? I was, like, check out this line. And I, like, read it out loud, and it was, like, stone face. He's, like, he's, like, you're fucking weird. And yeah, <laughs> I was, like, I was, like, she's hilarious. Like, <laughs> this girl's such a jokester. The <laughs> Spencer, she's so funny. I'm so sad that like she's considered a spinster. You know what? We're reclaiming it. Spinsters yes. are women that spin. They go to spin class. <laughs> By that definition, you are a spinster. <laughs> and they knit. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Okay, so we're both <laughs> in the 27. Trifecta. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Alright. But um, yeah, I guess I guess maybe we should we should stop rambling at this point. They've already heard us say fuck Mary Kill 20 times. Um and talk about spinsters and now they know my age please don't please don't make fun of me for my age i'm not that old but you know what i mean some people do make fun um but yeah let's wrap it up be sure to follow more of our bookish antics on our bookstagrams accounts at one word there's ink on my hands and grapes underscore of underscore ash share razzle fat with friends lovers even enemies Share the wealth of this gem of a pod and feel free to leave a review or comment in Apple Podcasts. Also check out our podcast Instagram at RazzleFratPod. Come for the books, stay for the coffee-fueled conversation. And now we shall bid adieu to you. That's Razzlefrat.